This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Indisputable. I'm Sharon Reed in for Dr. Rashad Ritchie. Proud to be hosting the show this week. And joining us as co-host is Jeff Wiggins, Rebel HQ content creator. We're, we're loving having you on the show. I know you got a lot to say. So welcome, welcome back, I should say. Thank you, thank you for having me. Absolutely, we should get right to the update, Jeff. A suspect to be extradited in Shinquella Robinson's death. Here is what we've learned right now. A new development in the death of the 25 year old, as you may recall, it was October 28th when she went on vacation. She's a Winston-Salem State University student. She visited San Jose del Cabo with six of her purported friends, only to be found dead one day later inside their luxury rental. Those friends said she died of alcohol poisoning. Now nearly a month after the death, the FBI is on the case. We've told you about that. And Mexican prosecutors are seeking to extradite one of Robinson's friends as a suspect in her death. Mexican prosecutors said last week an arrest warrant for the crime of femicide has been issued for a woman suspected of fatally assaulting Robinson. Prosecutors said they were working on extradition proceedings with Mexico's attorney general and the foreign affairs ministry. The autopsy, which we also covered on the show, um, deep in the mystery of her death. The cause of Robinson's death was severe spinal cord injury and atlas luxation. That uh, is instability or excessive movement in the uppermost neck vertebrae. So very painful stuff here. Uh, that's according to a copy of her death certificate obtained by CNN affiliate WBTV. The death certificate classified Robinson's death as an accidental or violent, noting the approximate time between injury and death was 15 minutes. It's tough to hear some of that. And in the weeks after her death, that infamous, really disgusting viral video showed Robinson being beaten by an as of yet unidentified woman. It remains unclear when the video was taken or if it captures the moment she suffered the fatal injury. That said, Robinson is seen being thrown to the floor, beaten on the head in the video. We're not showing the video. That's what we've decided here, indisputable, it is just disgusting. Her death resulted from a direct attack. Evidence showed the death resulted from not an accident, involved a female friend of the victim, prosecutor said. Mexican authorities have said the death occurred in San Jose del Cabo. FBI said it occurred in nearby Cabo San Lucas. The agency has not answered at least CNN's request for comment on this. Additionally, the suspect has not been publicly identified. Mexican officials have not named the suspect, but confirmed she is a US citizen who is believed to be inside the United States currently. 
No one has been charged in the case. Authorities have not released the names of Robinson's friends. The suspect could be prosecuted in the US or Mexico. Let's explain, Mexico and the US have a longstanding extradition treaty and a history of cooperation on such matters. According to CNN legal analyst Joey Jackson, on the one hand, he says, you could see Mexico engage in the prosecution. Joey Jackson went on to say, on the other hand, we certainly have a statute in the United States that would provide for our government to be involved. In the event that you go overseas and an American citizen is ultimately killed by another American citizen, there's a statute that could provide for the prosecution to take place in this country. All of this while Robinson's family awaits more information from authorities and those purported friends. Um, so Jeff, number one, with these developments, because there's a lot of activity on social media, a lot of people want this person in custody. And they really want to go further than that. They want this person charged, convicted, all of it based on that, that gruesome video. Do you think it's more beneficial for Mexico to charge and prosecute here if the case goes uh, that far or the United States? No, send her back here. No, send her back here so the family can ID her. And not only that, but put eyes on her. Look, Sharon, and you know this better than I will ever know this. The most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. Malcolm X said that 60 years ago. And apparently it needs to be applied to, and how you put it, her purported friends. For her to have a spinal cord injury, and I haven't seen the video, so I'm glad y'all didn't see it. But for her to have a spinal cord injury from a fight, that has to be rare. So I'm just wondering, and hopefully the US justice system can find this out, if this was premeditated or there was something planned ahead of time for this to happen. Because some squabble between two individuals because there was, I don't know, an accident or incident. No, a spinal cord injury, like I can see if somebody got hurt or injured or bruised or bloody or something like that. Bring her on here so we can find out what went on. I mean, my word, this individual, whoever did this, probably laid eyes on Shanquella's mother and friends and family. Mm -hmm. They probably know this individual. And so I wanna know who this person is personally. And even if Mexico did handle it themselves, we would find out all this information. But no, I want the justice to be served here. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I I tend to agree with you. I also don't want any more hardship for this family, this father who had, the father looked at the video. I skipped mm. over it each and every time. I, I could not stomach it. I did not want to see it. The description's enough, horrific. What What is described is just horrific. What do you think, because I'm just as disgusted by the commentary that's been reported that I've read by the person recording here. I should have better commentary than that. All of this is weighty and very, very tragic. And for me, again, I'm just gonna wait for more details to come out because yeah. um, you know, a lot of the information came from you know, when they called uh, medical attention for Shanquella and decisions that were needing to be made at that time. And then apparently she had a seizure and then they sought further medical attention after the first person that was there sought for her to be sent to the hospital and the friends declined. So all of this is at the very least negligent and at the most murder. And I'm leaning more heavily on the murder side 
seeing the extent of her injury. So, um, yeah. Again, I should have more commentary than no. that. But again, this is very heavy because again, these were supposed to be her friends. She went there to have a great time, and she didn't come back. This all took place a day after she arrived. Like, what happened in that? In, I don't know. A mere thirty-six hours in that time. Sure. What could yeah. have went on in that time? Yeah, she was dead the next day. Um, here, here's what we do know. Based on what we see, there's got to be some kind of hatred. Okay, you have a young lady who appears to be intoxicated, who's naked, who's being filmed, who's being beaten. Okay. We don't even need to know if that resulted in her death. That that's hate-filled right there. And you mentioned how the black woman is the most disrespected person. The length of time it took. Yes. You know, on the one hand, I'm so angry that this video was was put on the internet and has made the rounds because this this young lady, this beautiful young lady, is gone. And that is now part of her legacy. Just just disrespected in death as well. On the other hand, had it not been put out, would she ever have an opportunity at justice at all? Good point, good point. And there's the rub, so we'll keep following it. A um, lot more to learn, uh, including the identity of this uh, this reported friend who now has that warrant out and is uh, said to be extradited or will be. The Senate passed the same-sex interracial marriage bill. Um, here's what we've learned on this one. Bipartisan votes pushed this measure uh, over the top in the Senate. And that happened yesterday. The bill spares hundreds of thousands of same-sex couples who married since the Supreme Court's 2015 decision that legalized gay marriage. President Joe Biden said he will sign the bill promptly and proudly if it is passed by the House. The bill requires states to protect all marriages that were legal, even if the court's 2015 decision is overturned. Since the Supreme Court's June decision that overturned the federal right to an abortion, a ruling that included a concurring opinion from, you guessed it, Justice Clarence Thomas, that suggested same-sex marriages could also come under threat. Bipartisan Senate negotiations got a kickstart this summer when 47 Republicans unexpectedly voted for a House bill. And gave supporters new optimism. 47 Democrats, two independents, 12 Republicans voted in favor of the legislation, which enshrines the right to gay and interracial marriage into law. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer called the bill part of the country's difficult but inexorable march towards greater equality. With conservative Justice Amy Coney Barrett replacing Ginsburg, the court has now overturned Roe v. Wade. And the federal right to an abortion, stoking fears about the other decision, other rights protected by the court. But sentiment has shifted on same-sex marriage with more than two-thirds of the public now in support. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell led 36 Republican senators against the bill. Mitch McConnell facing a re-election runoff, Senator Raphael Warnock of Georgia did not vote. Got to talk about that, what do you make of that? <laughs> and so let's start there, okay? Let's start with Senator Raphael Warnock, who's ahead in the polls, running against the running back, Herschel Walker. What do you make of him abstaining, I guess? He's on the campaign trail. Yeah, I'm gonna need to hear why he abstained for something like this. With the runoff starting, what was it, this past Monday? It would be great to see his name as a part of this to show the positivity and you know the agreement from 
a good portion of America who wants to see this happen. His name should have definitely been on it. But Mitch McConnell, oh my <laughs> word. Yeah, oh, brother, come on. Man, come on. Look, okay, all right. So to the senators who said no, and who the, 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 the House of Representatives who will say no, I wanna know why from them as well. Because this bill is like six pages long. And typically when they say no to something that the vast majority of the public agrees with, they'll say something like, "Oh, there was something else in the bill that I did not agree with. That's not gonna swing this time, there's nothing else in there. Mm -hmm. So they might say something like, well, it was for the sake of states rights. And me and my blackness, I get a little nervous when I hear states rights, but I'm looking forward to see if that's gonna be the cause of it. Because even if you wanted states rights to be able to decide on something like this, yeah. Why? Like, do you want the potential to say no, or do you want the potential to turn it down or ban it? Just agree with this and move on. And I shouldn't say that, but this yeah. is marriage rights. This is the right for people to certify their marriage in this state, okay? This is for everybody, and most people agree with it, and they know most people agree with it. So they'll either say there was something else in the bill, or it was for states' rights or something like that. I'm almost sure. Well, you know, Mitch McConnell's a man of few words. He's also in an interracial marriage, though I know some want to change the definition. He's married to an Asian woman. Um, do you think, and Lindsey Graham too, okay, he's not married. Uh, it's an interracial and um, gay marriage protection bill. And I don't make any, who knows? I'm just wondering why certain people would vote against this when there's so many other things to do. Um, do you think though, because again, bipartisan support for this measure, Republicans understand that they're not winning this moral authority thing. No. Um, it's costing no. them at the ballot box, yes? Yes, yeah, they're not gonna win this. And even with all that said, I'm wondering as you were talking, I'm like, oh, maybe they're just trying to shut down some any positivity that can come out of the Biden administration, for sure. Shut it down and let's just like not even not even talk about it or bring it up anymore because it's it's part of Biden's administration and so we don't need any positivity from that. So yeah. I it don't does know, surprise me though. It, back to Warnock, it does surprise me. I understand that this runoff is only a couple of days away and Herschel Walker is moonwalking every time he opens his mouth. He moonwalks further away from victory, which is fun and it's interesting and it's it's um it's troubling. It's all of these things is a cocktail of disturbance this Herschel Walker. But you have to think <laughs> with so many it really is a cocktail of disturbance. I think it is. That would be a wonderful drink if you were having hell night. Um, but you have to wonder with so many people now saying we are moving past the you know getting on the bandwagon of hate and we want people to not be together and all this stuff. They kind of moved on. They may not be in full support, but they moved on. The majority of Americans. Why Senator Warnock is being that careful? I know what's in rural parts of Georgia, but even here, sometimes you know we we do okay. All shucks. Okay. I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. Look, before we continue, I just I I, I can't. I will never forgive Georgians. And look, yeah. every black person has a relative or close friend in Georgia, so maybe I shouldn't say that. But if this man gets elected to the Senate on on y'all's watch, I don't know 
what I'm going to do. But with all that being said, yeah, Warnock's name should have been on this bill. It would have been great to see that and for him to yeah. be a part of such positivity. You know, it is remarkable though, because I do believe and I predict he will he will win this race and get a full term. But it's remarkable when you're running against someone who is really the star of the campaign. Herschel Walker has been, for better or for worse, the star of this campaign. He's making headlines left and right, and we're going to have more on him throughout the show. But every day is another headline, like I said. And I really want to know about that zombie movie he was watching late night. Now I'm very interested in it. I really want to know what movie oh, was Herschel. Yeah. You didn't see the commercial. What movie was he I watching that he's described? Now I have to see it. You know, that must have been a fever dream or something. I don't know. <laughs> It could have been, touch of the COVID. Uh, much more to come, and I promise you, another several videos from Herschel Walker today. I'm Sharon Reed. This is Indisputable with Dr. Rashad Ritchie and the esteemed Jeff Wiggins is with us today, the co-host we love. We're right back. Welcome back, this is Indisputable, Dr. Rashad Ritchie. I'm Sharon Reed filling in all week. Jeff Wiggins is our extraordinary co-host today. We'll have more commentary from Jeff coming up. But we were talking about Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock. That runoff is December 6th. And so we do wanna remind you about the Georgia Senate runoff race. Will Georgia choose Raphael Warnock or Herschel Walker? Find out with Jenk Unger, Atlanta's own Dr. Rashad Ritchie. Um, John Eodoro Lowe, sorry Jordan. Uh, you can watch Tuesday, December 6th on tyt.com slash live, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. You can also tune in on Samson TV Plus, Roku, Zumo, Pluto TV, TCL, FUBU TV, and Local Now. Um, bear with me folks, I'll, I'll learn the names of these esteemed colleagues as time moves on. Let's get you some viewer comments now, tall glass of Shut up, Juice. Um, I'd like to have coffee with you. What a terrible tragedy. I believe there is definitely more to this story. I will say if the attacker serves time in Mexico, it will absolutely be a nightmare for her if mm. she even gets convicted at all. I thought about that, Jeff, and I thought to myself, mm. oh, you know, but we got some pretty bad conditions here too. Um, and I don't want people mistreated unless I want them mistreated. Uh, Lynn, <laughs> another tyt.com member. Who knows, maybe McConnell's wife encouraged him to vote no. no I thought no. about that too. If you want to divorce me, just say you want to divorce me, okay? But that's, but again, a, that's a Jeannie <laughs> Thomas Jr. move. Like you're, you're taking over your husband's job from afar. And like hey, I'm not saying it's not the case, but come on. Listen, hey, you never know, okay? People have all kind of motivations. Um, <sighs> yeah, bills. Dragon circles the wagons. McConnell not supporting the bill just goes to show that when Republicans say interracial, well, he's right. They mean black. I, I think that's exactly right. They mean black. I live for this part, and I do hope I get to keep coming back just, just for this segment. And today, I say this every time, but this is epic, okay? I wish a Karen would. You want to call the police on them for having a barbecue on a Sunday? I feel free. There's an African American man threatening my life. Put a hand on anybody. Yeah, come on, bring it on. You, you started it, and I'm finishing it. And I don't care. You got yourself in a sling. Now you can take that to your off above that dumbass, and then get yourself in more trouble, dumbass. Cause he started 
stubborn off on me. He because he's having a bad day and stuff to be his ass. You and you. We like this game. Walker, Karen, she's on a walker, very destructive lady. She's a very destructive lady. This went on for more than eight minutes, okay? And you, you heard the gentleman on the other other side of the counter talking to, I guess, authorities. They, they didn't seem to rush to his side saying, listen, I gotta protect myself. This nasty walker, Karen, was so vicious. It's like, I don't know, how do you react to an older lady, Jeff, using a walker? Now she goes away from the walker, okay, at some point. Well, how do you react to her? Because you can't just you know, knock her out, stand over like, you know, Debo got that treatment and, and you know, but she's got to be stopped, no? Well, I, yeah, I think she's getting leniency because of the walker. It's kind of the, you wouldn't hurt, hit a person with glasses thing. Well, you wouldn't stop a lady in a walker. So I think she probably has done this before and knows that people aren't gonna do anything to harm her. But Sharon, I mean, this show in this segment just keeps reminding me that these Karens are mutating. It mm -hmm. used to be mm -hmm. that they would either call their husbands or mm -hmm. maybe the police to cause harm, but they're doing it themselves. Yeah. And that looks like an appliance store or maybe an electronics store. And look, I'm an Android user. And so I can only think that an iPhone can make somebody that mad, like their mm -hmm. iPhone malfunctioned. And she just went off and started blaming everything, everybody else. I mean, she needs to blame Apple and Tim Cook. That's who she needs to go after. But yeah, I don't know how to stop her. Like, I don't even think she would be afraid of the police. Like, what are we gonna do? She's well, unstoppable. She's not. She wasn't. She is unstoppable. And wait, there's more. Dumbass. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm working on it. <clears throat> <laughs> now you got a mess clean up, dumb. <laughs> yeah, have fun clean up your mess. You are actually making a mess for you. Come on, touch me, son of a bitch. I'm not touching me. <clears throat> you know better. Cause you have yourself in a fling, dumb. Just like he already has himself in a fling. You better figure out what the you are doing with that dumb. Like him, that's a loose cannon that pissed off a customer. Cause he started, yeah, you can laugh all you want. Yeah. But you remember, you started, you I talked to you, but there's no point. No, you you profaned, you said you. No, that's just you. You said you. No. Yeah, yeah, what? Now see that, she keeps coming up off of the walker. Okay, mm -hmm. she keeps coming up off of the walker. She has superhuman strength, okay, and a mouth that's just filthy. Her mouth is filthy and nasty. She's a very nasty Karen, this one, okay? A lot of them are vile. She takes it to a whole new level. But I'm gonna show you something, Jeff, that really, the, out of everything she did, out of everything she said, she tried to whip him, 
threw everything all over the place, uh, throw up the shot. This actually made me angry, cuz I love mm. a good donut. And this lady, <laughs> you see those two donuts in the center of the screen? This lady right here, you gonna waste two donuts like that, could care less. That part for me means she should have been all kind, at least duct tape her, something. I mean, again, you saw the big guy come, reinforcements, he basically just, he was light as a feather. I, I'm not gonna touch you, you know. So again, I ask, what do you do in this circumstance? Walk away, I guess he figured it's not his stuff. Well, she tricked me, she tricked me. She, she came up off the walker <laughs> for a limited time. I think it was 15 seconds, I was counting in my head. I think she came up off the walker for 15 seconds. That shows that she's capable mm. of defending herself if someone were to try to stop her. But I also counted two invitations for a fight. She invited the person behind the counter to fight, and she invited the man who walked in later to fight. She knows what she's doing. You don't do that to a sourdough donut or an apple fritter, yeah. okay? I mean, I know people who don't like fruit mixed with their pastries and stuff like that. Apple fritters are delicious. Don't y'all dare judge me. Those are mm -hmm. good. And so yeah, it should have been it should have been on after that. Like, yeah, she did whip. She threatened, she name called, she did a lot of stuff, likely because she, I don't know, saw a black person existing and something like that. Sure. But the donuts, that was probably their only amount or semblance of happiness that day. And she took mm -hmm. it from them. Yeah, they're already at work. And I, I will say this, that it does seem like you said these Karens, male Karens, whatever. They're mutating and they're doing more mm -hmm. and more violence, but they're also fooling us, aren't they? Because they showed up looking one way, I think, initially, okay? And sometimes they were even carrying a Starbucks, right? So mm. we kind of knew, okay, it warned us, this could be one coming our way. But now they're wearing, you know, elastic waist pants and on walkers, and they're all, they run the gamut where you never know who is coming at you. The next Karen. And so I think it's very frightening in a situation where we have to be on guard. Um, but let's give you a double dose. You want to call the police on them for having a barbecue on a in Sunday? You're going to feel free. Back off! I'm going to tell there's an African American man threatening my life. You're gonna be in real trouble. You're sitting in the car. I need to park here. Uh, no, I'm parking here. I live here. Well, get out. Come you on. don't have a car pass. I do, and it's not your business. I live here. You're here a lot, and I see you. You don't live here. And even so, I need to park here. That's not how it works. You are a disgusting piece of crap. Your mother. I'd like to marry him. I don't even need to know what he looks like, <laughs> okay? And I'm not into Boston accents. I'd like to marry him. I'd marry him tonight, okay? Because the reaction, <laughs> I did just, it was a huge turn on, a huge turn on. But there you had, yet again, okay? You really had Walker Karen's younger sister, okay? Who lives oh. across the country, Ooh. apparently in Boston, who's now stalking a gentleman. She said, I've seen you, she's been watching him. And then says, I want you, I want this spot, get out of it, basically. Okay, and I think his reaction was just perfect. And I'm not one who thinks you should ever talk about somebody's mama until you need to talk about their mama.
Yeah, but did you notice that she she pretty much admitted that, okay, I see you around here a lot, which could signal that he does live there. But right <laughs> after that, she was like, well, it doesn't matter. I still want your spot. So it didn't matter. So yeah, even if that was the other Karen's little sister, they must have like an ESP thing where she was like, "Oh, well, you must have saw somebody that was minding their own business. I could feel it in my heart. I feel it in my chest. I feel it in my mind and my spirit. I need to go after somebody random for not doing anything wrong too." So yeah. it's like a a kindred spirit type of thing. It's a it's something that they have amongst themselves that they were likely born with. It's kind of telepathy. Very cool. Very scary though. Yeah, it is. Now, I want you to check me on something because there's just a moment. There's just a moment where I started to feel just slightly sorry for some of these senior Karens. And I'm gonna tell you why. I, two grandmas, they're both gone. I love them both dearly. It was close to both of them. Okay, one, a saint. Okay, everybody called her mom. Never said a negative thing about it. And then on my mom's side, Big Manny, we called her, we cuss everybody out. That's just the way she mm. is, okay? I loved her too. My point is, if if things work out the way they're supposed to work out in life, Jeff, we're all gonna get old one day, okay? If yeah. we're lucky. And sometimes you've just had enough, you're difficult. Are we wrong for perhaps labeling some of these seniors as Karens or no, 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 no. No, no, they're they're definitely Karens, um, and I'm pretty sure we have other names for the the younger generations of Karens, but we kind of just mm. generalize them all into Karendom because of their behavior. But yeah, sure, like one's a Karen, and then under that is like maybe a Susan, and then under that is like maybe an Angela. I don't know the names, okay? I don't know how these came <laughs> up with. But to answer your question, yes, those individuals are Karens, and which, by the way, my grandmothers, both of them, both of them, <laughs> will tell you tell you about yourself. Yeah. Okay, immediately, just yeah. off rip, just tell you about yourself. So, uh, but they didn't mind people minding their business. They would tell you about yourself if you encroached them minding their business. Mm -hmm. Like if you weren't minding your business and you got into their business, yeah, you got told about yourself, absolutely. Well, I meant what I said too, and Jordan, um, our esteemed producer, I do want to know, find out who that gentleman is because if he's a bachelor, <laughs> I, we got you got to get us together because he's just my kind of guy. But well, I also think, oh, yeah, the restraint here. Okay, oh, well, he's not bad looking, right? Okay, oh, I, think, I don't have glasses on right now, but I think he's okay. Okay, again, I said absolutely. I would take him sight unseen, but I liked his restraint, and I didn't think it was too far over the top. But did you notice that? This senior Karen did rat a tat tat on the window as he he just rolled it up and dismissed her. Karen does not like to be dismissed. I'm tell you that right now, and he did not react to that. And I thought that was lovely and even chivalrous, considering everything that went down. I mean, he could have done a lot more than that, especially after she laid hand on his truck. Yeah, could have got worse. Good job on him. Um, contact Sharon Reed. She's looking for you. Find her on social <laughs> media. Um, maybe a date. Maybe um, people watching, share. Yeah, maybe y'all two can just get some donuts and go watch people, watch behavior of individuals. I, I just don't enjoy it. Just put it I'm out there, and he can him on TikTok because I like his go. style. Okay, and he defended himself, and he did what he had to do. Um, this is indisputable, Dr. Rashad Ritchie. Much more to come, including a teenager who said, "You know what? There's some people from the past who were done wrong, when it's time to recognize them fully and honor their legacy." We're right back.
Welcome back, this is Indisputable. I'm Sharon Reed in for Dr. Rashad Ritchie. TYT has been a force for 20 years in digital media and we're proud to be a part of it. TYT 20, as we said, 20 years in fighting for positive change in our new member exclusive short documentary. Get an inside look at TYT as Jank, Anna, John and JR reflect on the past, present and future, big future. Tune in December 9th, become a member at tyt.com slash join. And you too can be part of something special. A teenager learning about something that really her town tried to cover up years ago. She wasn't having it, studying for a driver's license. This Indiana teen said, you know what? I've learned about these black men who were lynched years ago. And they deserve to have a monument, they deserve to be honored. Her name is Sophie Kloppenberg. She is 17 years old, an activist of Mount Vernon, Indiana. She helped give seven black men who were victims of the state's largest recorded lynching a memorial 144 years later. Kloppenberg learned about the lynching while practicing for a driver's license when she and a family friend were talking about Mount Vernon's history. Kloppenberg was stunned to learn her hometown possessed such a dark racial history that resulted in such a large scale lynching. Details of the historical incident, October 1878, a vigilante white mob killed seven black men over the span of three days. Brothers Daniel and John Harrison, their father Daniel Harrison, Senior, Jim Good, William Chambers, Edward Warner and Jeff Hopkins were the victims of the lynching. The mob chased the two Harrison brothers from their homes and their gruesome fates included being burned to death in the firebox of a steam locomotive and being shot to death and then stuffed into the hollow trunk of a tree. Brother's father, Daniel Harrison was arrested and later kidnapped from his jail cell by a white mob and mutilated. The remaining black men, Good, Chambers, Warner, Hopkins, were taken from the jail, hanged in front of the Posey County Courthouse after being accused of raping three white prostitutes. Not one mob member was indicted or faced any prosecution for killing the black men. Kloppenberg was moved by the story. When she learned no mention of the lynchings could be found at the courthouse, she wanted to recognize them with a memorial. High school senior lives in a small city, it's 90% white and discussions on race are few and far between. They buried it. 17 year old met with resistance as many within the predominantly white community, including its leaders had little to no desire to recognize the men or even acknowledge its racist past. Her persistence however paid off with this formal historical marker. Now sitting at the very location, some of the men were lynched outside the courthouse. Took five different occasions of appealing to Posey County Commissioners, but they eventually agreed to Kloppenberg's memorial project. With the help of the Evansville African American Museum and other supporters, Kloppenberg was able to raise the $13,500 needed for the marker and this bench, both of which rest on the southeast corner of the courthouse. Despite the commission's overall support, Kloppenberg said she had to reluctantly make some concessions to move the memorial project forward. 
I had to take out to me really important words like lynched or mobbed. But I mm. couldn't use those really important words because it made people too uncomfortable. Are you kidding me? She continued, they also wanted me not to include the word African American in there. And I was like, absolutely not. What's the point of us putting this up there? If people don't know this was a racially motivated murder, even a 17 year old knows that. Although the 17 year old plans to attend Columbia University next year, she says in the meantime, she plans to continue working with the University of Southern Indiana on a curriculum to teach future generations about Posey County, Indiana's history on race and black men lynched. <laughs> okay, there's so much to unpack here. I think that um, America is great at something. America's perfect at this one thing. We're not perfect at anything else, but we're perfect at rewriting history. We're perfect yes. about, about not telling the truth about history. Take out the words lynching, okay? Don't, you better not put that, okay? You, you better not put that lynched or mobbed. Then they wanted to take out the Think about black people, what was it going to say? Some people ended up dead 144 years ago, Jeff. So yeah, so they want to take out what happened to these men and who the men were. So yeah, again, what else was going to be included? But shout out to the book or the paper she read to gain this information. In a description of it, it says the paper described the lynch mob as consisting of two to 300 of the county's quote, best men. Mm -hmm. Then the newspaper editor who had been an eyewitness to the murders on the campus of the Posey County Courthouse called for the quote, dark pall of oblivion to cover the crimes. Listen, wow, look, Gen Z never ceases to amaze me. And I can only imagine of what Sophie Kloppenberg will do once she gets to Columbia University. Yeah. She's on to bigger and better things. This is incredible. Now, as far as the markers and, and the memorials there, well, I can only hope that those things are made bulletproof because we've there seen what happened to Emmett Till's memorial and his marker as well. They had to replace the original one because the first one kept getting shot by bullets. That's where they are. So, Sharon, you nailed it. They are perfect at covering up real, true history, the facts. Didn't want the facts. Which, by the way, like, why are they trying to cover it up? Like, does it describe you? Right. That talking part about is what the two I to three hundred. Yeah. That, so that talking part. about the two. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Because here's the thing: if it makes you uncomfortable, you do need to examine why. Were you there? You know, because I know a lot of people who harbor racist feelings who say, "I don't want to talk about that. That I'm not my forefathers. Why should we have to pay for the sins of our?" All that nonsense. So if yeah. you believe that that is not who you are, it's not a fiber in you that believes in this kind of nonsense and racism, why would that make me uncomfortable? Okay? What I I mean I don't exactly. abuse animals, okay? And so yeah. when I learn about it, yeah, I don't like to see it, but why does that have anything to do with why wouldn't I want it noted and, and brought forth and people, you know? Honored, who did nothing but die in disgusting ways and were mutilated by racists. Um, I don't know about you, but when I read this story and several different articles about it, I kept going back to CRT and how people don't want CRT taught mm. to 
K through 12 students, even though it's not. And they always go back to, well, slavery. I don't want these kids to feel bad about slavery. And it's like, well, why would their brain go with the enslaver instead of with the abolitionist? What's going on here? They could be on the positive side and say, wow. well, I'm not them. I would have let those people go. I wouldn't have done this whatsoever. What are you feeling guilty about? And so, Sharon, I think part of the cover up is, especially if it's a small town, I'm not trying to make fun of rural parts of the country, but do they know it's talking about their specific forefathers? Like that individual <laughs> was my great grandfather. I know that. And that's part of the cover up. Like that's where the guilt comes from. And this is awful, but I'm glad they made it this far. Yeah, I, I am too. Um, and I wish Sophie all the luck. Columbia, I hope she also takes a few courses at NYU. Yesterday on the show, I said, I'm done with these, these black trauma movies, but I'd like to see her and this town make a film about it, okay? And Absolutely. then there's nothing they can do, okay? Put it on Netflix and make it soar. Okay, the man who killed Philando Castile, remember that? No longer an officer, now he wants to teach children. And the Minnesota Court of Appeals says they might have to let him. Tell you what we learned about this one. Minnesota Court of Appeals has ruled that a state board must review its denial of a teaching license for this ex-police officer who killed Philando Castile. Here's a reminder of the shooting. I do have a okay. firearm on okay. me. Don't reach for it then. Don't pull it out. Don't pull it out. We got pulled over for a busted tail light in the back. And the police, he's, he's, he's covered. He they killed my boyfriend. He's licensed, he's carried to, he's licensed to carry. He was trying to get out his ID and his wallet out his um, pocket. And he let the officer know that he was, re he had a firearm and he was reaching for his wallet. And the officer just shot him in his arm. Difficult, but perhaps necessary reminder that who wants to become a teacher, okay? Geronimo Yanez shot and killed Castile, a beloved school cafeteria worker. That was back in 2016, it happened during a traffic stop in St. Paul, Minnesota. Yanez was charged, later acquitted, manslaughter and weapons charges in 2017. He left the St. Anthony Police Department shortly after. Reports show Yanez received a $48,500 separation package from the city. New career pursuit, he had to do something, right? He was teaching Spanish at a parochial school when he applied for a teaching license in 2020. The license board's disciplinary committee reportedly reviewed the officer's case and recommended the license be rejected. Why? Yanez first appealed the decision to an administrative law judge. St. Paul Public School Superintendent Joseph Gothard told the judge that Yanez's actions hurt and offended the community. At the same time, an expert who testified for Yanis said his use of force was reasonable. Valerie Castile, mother of Philando Castile, is mad as hell at the NRA chief's silence over her son. 
goes to show you who they're really rooting for here. Everybody gets a gun except when they look a certain way. The administrative law judge denied the application, finding that Yanez profiled Castile as a robbery suspect because of his wide set nose. The court's decision on the appeal, however, the court ruled Monday that the board must consider how Yanez's actions specifically violated moral standards for the teaching profession. Board must also shy away from including policing practices as immoral. Associated Press reports, now the court ruling in favor of Yanez concluded that immorality could be interpreted based on individual discretion, but it could withstand constitutional challenges if narrowed to relate to professional morals in the occupation of teaching. Should this man, I question his judgment, Jeff. Should he be in a classroom importing his knowledge, his wisdom on kids? So I, I want to be clear here. Should he be allowed to get an additional job? Yes. Should it be with students, many of whom could be children who are black? No. Let's let's track this man's judgment. I'm going to read this for you. This is what former officer Geronimo Yanez said in his testimony after he killed Philando Castile. Being that the inside of the vehicle smelled like marijuana, I didn't know if Philando was keeping the gun on him for protection, for a drug dealer or anything like that, or any other people trying to rip him, rip him meaning steal from him. As he was pulling out his hand, I thought I was going to die. And I thought if he has the guts and the audacity to smoke marijuana in front of the five-year-old girl and risk her lungs and risk her life by giving her secondhand smoke and the front passenger, the front seat passenger doing the same thing, then what care does he have about me? So I let off the rounds. This man judged another person's life because he smelled weed smoke in the air. He said because secondhand smoke might endanger a little girl's life, he thought someone else didn't care about his. No, I don't care how long ago this was. I do not trust that man's judgment. Even if this is one instance, that cost a man his life. And he got off, got away with it because of testimony like I just read. No, keep him away yeah. from kids. He can, I, he can I, find I something exactly else to right. do. You're exactly Absolutely. right. He, he does have the right to work. Okay, stipulate, he has the right to work. I don't know where, but I think when you commit certain acts, just like the rest of us, people have a right to judge and follow you. They have a right to judge you forevermore. You know, I don't know when the statute of limitations is up, but that what you read there was rambling on. And I even went to, said, is, is he reading more Herschel Walker's ramblings? It sounded like <laughs> nonsense, okay? He does not- because it was nonsense. Walk. Right, it's nonsense, it's nonsense. And I don't believe any of it, okay? So sorry, not sorry, we don't feel sorry for you. The school board, the state needs to come up with another case law tested reason to keep him out of the classroom. Or the parochial school can have him back if that's what you think, okay? Much more to come, this is Indisputable with Dr. Rashad Ritchie. I'm Sharon Reed filling in all week, we'll be right back.
Welcome back to Indisputable. I'm Sharon Reed and for Dr. Rashad Ritchie, Jeff Wiggins is our co-host today. A lot more show for you, but let's talk petition first because we got one going for you here at TYT. Wall Street created a loophole almost a decade ago to escape US regulations on complex financial trades and the like related to all commodities. Said loophole allows Wall Street speculators to gamble on commodity prices driving inflation through the roof. Democrats need to stand up and create some regulation for inflation and hold Wall Street accountable. Scan the QR code to sign that petition or you can visit go.tyt.com slash regulation for inflation to help the cause. He's got one eye and now he's got a lot more problems, even more problems this guy. He's back, Oath Keeper. Boss, a strange wife, is happy with his conviction. Um, in fact, members of his family, <laughs> other members, they're happy about it too. Oath Keeper's founder, Stuart Rhodes, has been convicted of seditious conspiracy for planning an armed rebellion in an attempt to stop the electoral certification of Joe Biden's 2020 presidential win. Do you know how rare it is to even be charged with seditious conspiracy? Very rare. But not for him. Rhodes, along with one other member of the far right militia, was found guilty on Tuesday of the rare Civil War era charge in the most significant January 6th insurrection trial yet. And he now faces up to 20 years behind bars on the sedition conviction alone. Over the last month, prosecutors argue that unlike hundreds of other Capitol rioters who falsely believed the 2020 election was stolen from Donald Trump, Rhodes and his fellow Oath Keepers carefully plotted to subvert democracy. While Rhodes did not enter the building, prosecutors said he surveyed his troops during the riot, directing their positions from afar like a general. Rhodes' strange wife, Tasha Adams, told the Daily Beast on Tuesday she is, quote, beyond happy about the verdict. Quoting, he has absolutely never had to face a consequence in his entire life. This will be the very first time, Adams added. He spent his life making others pay. This, she goes on to say, was past due for him. After the verdict was read, Rhodes' estranged son, Dakota Adams, took to Twitter by posting a link to a YouTube video titled, Happy New Year to You in Jail. This is the man's son, okay? Dakota added in another tweet, so much weight is off now. <laughs> Along with his mother and siblings, previously described attempting to escape an abusive life at home with Rhodes. Now let's give you the verdict details. The verdict, which was delivered by a DC federal jury in three days, marks the biggest prosecutorial win in almost two years. That investigation into how a MAGA mob Stormed the US Capitol and forced dozens of elected officials into hiding for hours, leaving bloodshed in their wake. Kelly Meggs, a leader of the Florida Oath Keepers chapter, was also found guilty of seditious conspiracy. Their co defendants, Thomas Caldwell, retired Navy intelligence officer, member Kenneth Harrelson and Jessica Watkins, who led an Ohio militia group, were found not guilty of the most serious charge, but every defendant was convicted of obstruction of an official proceeding of Congress, which itself carries up to 20 years in prison. I mean, they hit him with everything. It doesn't surprise me 
when your ex-wife comes out and laughs, <laughs> there's a reason women laugh when bad stuff happens to their exes. And I'm not pleased, I'm not telling my own story. I'm just telling you for a friend, there's a reason that women laugh, ha ha, okay, seditious conspiracy you. Um, this guy is, is a mess, but it, it amazes me, Jeff, that people, boy, so many people, this is your leader, they follow this? Yeah, he's completely flawed, but look, Going back to what you just said a second ago, I'm sure there's a running tally of the, the significant others, the wives, the girlfriends, the exes, who actually told on those men who were trying to take over and prevent a free and fair election from being certified. Yeah. And so I'm just wondering, like, well, I was going to read about this, but did she? Rat him out? Did she tell him, or did oh, she just kind of wait for justice to happen? So, like, while I'm glad that she's laughing about it and she's saying who he really is, I'm like, hey, lady, could you have told everybody who he was? Who yeah. he is? But maybe, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe her testimony is yeah. in there somewhere. Now, yeah. I can only hope that now that we have some justice and this penalty, he's about to face a lot of years. I'm hoping this will prevent any further thing like this because. The January 6th insurrection was called a dress rehearsal. It was called a, a, a test run. And if something like this were to happen in the future, hopefully people could see what just happened with this man and go, yeah, maybe I shouldn't do that. Because I don't think anything like morals or ethics or truth or facts are gonna stop anybody else. So maybe this decision will help with that. You know, you may be onto something. I bet you there are a lot of their exes who turned them in and watched the video and zoomed in and did a freeze frame. And I would love to see Oprah interview these people. Can you get <laughs> this ex wives and girlfriends club together and have them all tell their stories? Okay, because they really serve their country and perhaps they deserve one of those medals that you know the president can hand out. That would be something must see TV. So let's let's find them and give them their their due. I just I just don't understand how your father. And by the way, people are asking what why the patch, what happened to his eye? Well, he shot himself in the eye accidentally with 22 caliber weapon, okay? Google it for yourself, it's out there, documented, many news organizations. We do wanna begin with Brittany Griner. We've got an update on really horrific conditions she is enduring right now in a penal colony in Russia. Here's what we've learned. As I said, horrifying conditions now, the basketball star in that Russian prison. It includes her treatment homophobia, racism, and 16 hour work days. It is just incredible to think about where she is and how long she's been there. According to the nation's Dave Zirin, prisoners in Mordovia, where Griner was taken earlier this month, are barely treated like human beings. He also explained to TMZ, bigotry is commonplace, medical care nearly non-existent. Inmates expected to sew the uniforms for police and guards. In fact, it's unclear if Brittany Griner, you know, she's six foot eight, will even have a bed that will fit her frame. It is just incredible to think about what she is going through right now. After being detained in 2012, a musician, according to Zeron, she described the country as hell, where beatings and torture are frequent. So how is she doing? Here's what her camp is saying. 
Um, they've insisted the WNBA stars trying to remain brave in the face of it all, saying in a statement following her move to Mordovia earlier this month that Britney is doing as well as could be expected, despite the fact she is alone and now nearing her ninth month in detention, separated from her loved ones, her reps. Go on to say she is trying to stay strong. Briner has been detained in Russia since February after she was accused of bringing hashish oil in her luggage to Moscow. In August, she was sentenced to nine years in prison and appeal of that sentence was denied last month. Yesterday, White House National Security Spokesperson John Kirby noted negotiations with Russia to free and imprison Americans Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan are still underway. And the administration is going to stay committed, he says, to that effort. Mayor, it's extraordinary to think about how long Brittany Griner has been, we'll call it captivity. These were trumped up charges, many believe, and she's being held illegally, but that's not gonna stop the Putin regime, as I'll call him. What say you about how we keep the faith and what efforts should be done to bring her home? Yeah, I think it's important that we start this show off with talking about Britney as often as possible, not just this show. Mm-hmm. We do all the time on networks that are progressive like TYT because we see mainstream media and we know they're so comfortable forgetting about black lives at home. So imagine what happens when you're off in a foreign land as a political prisoner like Britney is. So I think it's important that we do that and we name that first. Also, it is it is absolutely horrendous. I remember seeing a picture early on when she was locked up of her body hanging off of the bed they had her in. It was so small. So we we already know that the the conditions are going to be insufferable for for Brittany. I I do applaud the uh, the White House and and administration for continuing to try to fight. We did hear from Rude uh, that. Uh, that we actually have a real serious a proposal, another proposal with alternatives to bring Britney home. This was said yesterday or so, I think. And um, we're just waiting for the, the Federation, the Russian Federation to take this uh, serious. But I think Putin understand where he is in the world right now. His standing is low, at lower than it has been in the past because of his attack and his war on Ukraine. And he's using Britney's life away from her family in captivity as a political prison to be uh, as a, a negotiating chip, as a pawn on a chessboard, unfortunate. And I think we as as, as people of color, black people, progressive and, and people who love humans must yeah. continue to sound the alarm about this. Yeah, I, I often think though as a person of color and, and knowing what Putin knows about treatment of black people in America, of minorities in America, if he values her enough, and if he believes America values her enough to feel like he needs to do anything right here. Yeah, I, 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 you know, we, we, you and I both know we're too smart to bet, bet on anything about Putin doing something right. Uh, Putin will do what he think is advantageous for himself and his continued power in Russia and the Federation. But what we do know though is uh, he, he's running out of options as it pertains to being taken serious on the world stage as he continues to commit uh, human rights violations in Ukraine. And I think that we'll come to a point where he has to uh, turn over Britney. And this, at least when you ask, how do we keep the faith? This is where I'm keeping my faith, that he's running out of options to be taken. So Britney may be an option that that will get her, that may be a way for her to get home. Yeah, um, administration, that's one thing. But do you think the players, you know, we heard LeBron, others speaking out uh, quite a bit 
when she was first arrested, kept inside a jail awaiting trial. Really only the former basketball star Dawn Staley, who's superstar coach now too, I see every day she's putting it out there on her social media. But that's one person, I'm sure I'm missing others. Are players doing enough? Other star athletes, other notable celebrities doing enough? Or nine months later have many you know, kind of put her in the back of their minds? Yeah, and I think that's the problem with our 24 hour news cycle. When we spend so much time entertaining and educating, this is why TYT is so important because we spend so much time on this channel telling people what's important and Brittany Griner's life should not be put on the back burner. I think, you know, athletes were athletes, you know what I'm saying? And while that's not funny, it is absolutely true. We, I mean, we're thinking about if you consider the NBA, a couple of years ago, nearly 70 plus percent of them weren't even registered to vote. So expecting them to keep a sustained movement around Brittany Griner, maybe Griner might be a bit too much to ask. But what I will say, it is people like uh, like yourself, Sister Reed, myself, and others to make sure that we don't forget this sister and let folk know that she is extremely vulnerable. Um, not just because of her six foot eight stature, not just because she's a black woman, but because she's a black woman, but also because she's homophobic, and also because Putin. I mean, because she's uh, LGBTQI, but also because Putin is a terrorist and he will do anything to use her as a chip. Yeah, it really is something that's got to be kept on the front page, as we say in this industry. Let's move on because Herschel Walker has more to say. He's not done talking yet. There's Herschel. There he is again. Okay. Hell of a running back. And he's still running his mouth when talking about energy policy. Republican US Senate candidate Herschel Walker on Tuesday called to get rid of the government. Listen. And then when they get to the point that we get to, we want to get to the Green New Deal, I will raise my hand. But we're not at that point yet. We're not there yet. So why are they trying to force into something that we're not ready to go yet? We need to get to what we're doing because they're becoming a national security problem. Think about it. They're going to our enemies. They're going to terrorists. They're going to dictators, asking them to help us. We don't need them to help us. We can help ourselves. We need to get rid of the government and get back to the people. This is about we the people, not we the government. Then there may be some zombies that can help them as well. Okay. By the way, the movie, Jordan, you're so great. Fright Night it was the original, 1985. Remember, that's the other video from the other day. Herschel Walker was recounting about the movie. And the zombies and all of that. Um, many people are wondering, you know, December 6th is right around the corner. There's only days left in this runoff election with huge implications. Yes, okay, the Democrats maintain control of the Senate already. But if they get this next seat and Raphael Warnock stays, you know, the incumbent, huge implications here. So why would Donald Trump not be on the campaign trail with Herschel Walker? Herschel says he's a huge supporter. Uh, Laura Ingram asked him that. Herschel, why is it that President Trump is not coming to have a rally in this last week before the final election day? And meanwhile, you got Obama campaigning nope. with Warnock. 
You know, President Trump has always been in my corner. He still is in my corner. And he's been doing other things for me. And everyone has been doing a lot of things for me. Tonight, we just got out of a fundraiser with Governor Kemp, with a lot of other people that was at the fundraiser. And, you know, President Trump is doing just as much for me. And I think right now, the, the left is trying to highlight with President Obama coming down. But, you know, one of the things that they got to remember, uh, President Obama is a celebrity. And that seemed to be where Raphael Warnock is getting his money from, celebrities. But he's not going to win this race. I told people before, he may outraise me in money, but he, I guarantee he won't get more votes than I'm going to get. Well, he didn't answer the question, Jeff. I don't think, did he? I didn't hear it, I'm not sure. He avoided talking directly about Trump like one of his child support payments. What is this man even talking about? I personally feel offended that he has made it this far. Going back to the Green New Deal video from before, uh, what? Nobody's trying to force the yeah. Green New Deal. And wasn't this the same man who said that like the America's good air goes to China and then they he dirty did. up the air and send it back? That was that was okay. It's gotta go I, somewhere. It's gotta, yeah, it's gotta go somewhere. That's right. That's a good point. But what is he even I don't even want to talk about this man. What is he even talking about? How did he get here? How did we get here? <laughs> I hope that's rhetorical. I don't know. He <laughs> popped, he, he, Herschel Walker popped up one day, okay? We knew him as the running back. He did a lot of sit-ups, he talked about that. I remember that years ago, he talked about doing sit-ups in the commercials and that's how he, he stayed so ripped. I didn't know about all these other incidents and all these other children and all these other lies, okay? And I wish we could just go back to the way it used to be, where he was a Georgia Bulldog, he, he scored, he did some good things, okay, on the football field, not on the campaign <laughs> trail, okay. He mentioned Obama and celebrity and this and that. Obama, remember they called him the biggest celebrity in the world at one point, there was even a, an attack ad about it. And yes, perhaps he is, but he's also a good basketball player, I think, we've seen the video. And sure, when you're president, people let you win. Herschel Walker says, I still have a bone to pick with Obama because I let him win at basketball and now I regret it. Mm. I travel with the first lady, I travel with Mrs. Bush, I travel with Mrs. Clinton, I travel with Mrs. Obama, I travel with Melania now. I'm hanging out with, hey, I'm gonna get this off my bike too because this bothers the crap out of me. You know me, I'm a President Obama used to play basketball. I don't know if y'all know, he's a basketball player, but homeboy smokes. And I used to play with him at lunch. This is honest. I used to play with him at lunch. And I let, let him beat me. This is, I let him beat me. This is honest because he had a lot of security. I don't know if y'all know that. When you're the president of the United States, you got a lot. You don't know that they're there, but they're there. He has a lot of security. So I used to let homeboy post me up, post Herschel Walker up. I'm serious. I used to let him post me up, make a layup and stuff. And he, like, he talked a lot of trash. I don't know if y'all know that. He talked trash. And I let him beat me. But I'm getting this off my back. I just got his number. You don't have a two nine, I can handle those. We're playing again. What on earth? What on earth, Jeff? He probably did let him win, okay? And the point is, what are you saying here? Okay, so let's keep in mind that Obama is a lefty. And uh -huh. that can be tricky when you're guarding a lefty. But Obama doesn't weigh a lot, so I don't know how he was able to post up Walker. But if he's saying that Obama let him win because Obama has a lot of security, Herschel, aren't you a sheriff or a police officer? Mm -hmm. Why would you let him get away with mm -hmm. that? 
I whip just the badge. I just whip out the badge. I mean, <laughs> isn't that your jurisdiction? Guard the man, okay? Listen, Herschel Walker, I think knows he he's probably not going to win this thing. I believe he knows that. So he's getting everything off his chest now. Reparations, protesting, the wall. He has something to say about all that too. They don't secure this border. They said, how are we going to do that? I said, well, I can do it then. You better put up a wall, a wall to work. Wall working around your house where you got a wall around your house. People don't do it. They, have a, they can get in, but you know what? They get in, it'll be hard to get out. Because I got a dog that, well, my dog really won't bite, but he put bad anyway. But anyway. One thing people got upset about me because it hurts everybody's right to a peaceful protest. And I said, no, during these times, we have that we can put something in, in, in place. And I said, a peaceful protest? Let's say a peaceful protest from 8 in the morning to 5 in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> After night, that means there's going to be problems. So you need to go home and you all get arrested. That's from Dan Zanzel movie. You either want to go home or go to jail because it's not peaceful anymore. And, and, and listen to this. I, you know, I ask people about the reparation. And I'm going to tell you something that shocked me. You know, my mom, my mom was in her 80s. And as a guy, when you start talking about whether things should change, go to your mom. Why are you asking an 18-year-old if something is racist, they don't even know what it is. I said, well, go to your, go to your grandparents, go to them and start asking them. Maybe he's on to something. By the way, happy birthday to Herschel Walker's mother. She celebrated a birthday, I think around Thanksgiving. 18 year olds don't know anything about racism and black men, young black men are not under attack. Just so you know, okay, Herschel says, get over it. I think he also said you should leave the country if you feel that way and have to earn your citizenship back, okay. That's really what he's saying. And this thing about no good happens after dark and you're just gonna, I mean, he, he ought to know. And his exes, <laughs> okay, there's a lot, a lot of damage I'm sure he did coming, coming to the light now. But what do you make of this? Because no matter what he says, the more he talks, do you not understand that the polls, they're still, it's a virtual dead heat. Somebody, a lot of people still love this guy and believe in him, I think. Well, happy birthday to Herschel Walker's mother. She gave birth to college football's greatest running back ever, Archie Griffin II, go Bucks. I don't know what they see in this man because as the TikToker said a couple of months ago, he is a physical manifestation of the worst things they have ever said about black men. He is all of those things. All of them. So for them to suddenly want to vote for him as if they're voting for a, a an evangelical Christian, as if Reverend Raphael Warnock is not <laughs> right there in the man pastors Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s church, I am just dumbfounded. And did he say, I'm sorry, did he say if they climb over the wall, they can get in, but they can't get back out? What? What? So. How did they get in, in the first it locks, place? It locks up behind him. I don't know. So, I mean, so you're what, asking okay. me to interpret, you know, what this. Sharon, what I'm this sorry, had. Sharon. I, and I, I, I should whatever, not. You know, I would like for the world to be righted. Uh, the good Reverend going back to the Senate. He's right out of central casting when you're when you're picking someone who should perhaps represent the state of Georgia. And then you have the other guy who I actually would not mind if Herschel Walker became a movie reviewer. Just stick to reviewing late night movies yes. and we'll enjoy yes. that comedy. We've got, yes. we'll end with a sweet treat for you. He's just so lovable. We'll be right back.
This is Indisputable with Dr. Rashad Ritchie. Thanks so much for joining us. Let's get to some of your comments now. A lot of you have a lot to say. Tall glass of shut up juice, tyt.com member. Is it wrong me to have laughed out loud when I just heard that Stewart shot his own damn eye out? I laughed too. <laughs> no Red Rider BB gun for you. You know, I guess we're we're glad that he didn't do more damage, but yes, that he he's responsible for missing an eye. Well, I got to bring you this one. Boy, The Rock. What's not to love? Love The Rock. Watch this. I have been waiting decades to do what I'm getting ready to do now. Hey, where's your Snickers? When I was 14 years old, every day I used to stop here at the 7-Eleven and steal a king-size Snicker bar because I couldn't afford to buy one. That was my pre-workout food. I did that for almost a year every day. I had to come back and buy every Snickers bar on those shelves. What's your name? BK. Ring all these up. BK's like... <laughs> nice to steal a Snickers every day. For doing that. I got to come back and I have to buy them. You know what I mean? EK's look, look, listen, I'm trying to count on. I don't need to hear your stories. Go tell Oprah. What do you think? You're welcome. Here you go, big brother. Come on. You want anything? You got anything? Thank you. That's just for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'm going to leave these here. If somebody looks like they're stealing Snickers, give them these so they don't steal it. Thank you. After decades, I have a hi. Come on over here. Let's take a picture. I got to go. The rocket's here. Bye. After decades of me wanting to come back home to 7-Eleven and try and make good, that felt really, really good. I'm out. Snickers and 7-Eleven. I mean, what's not to love? What's not to love about him? He has this unique ability to be like this superhero in real life, but yet authentic, real. You know, he's wildly rich, but now, you know, he's he makes us remember where he came from. I just love him, Jeff. Yeah, and you know what, let me talk about where I came from. I was raised in a project called Agla Green in Columbus, Ohio. And around the corner from that project was a store called Josh's. And I would go into Josh's and for a limited time, they would have Christmas tree <laughs> cakes and I would slip one or two in my wow. pockets. And I'm inspired by this, Sharon. I feel like I should take a, these are, look, these are for me and the kids, okay? But <laughs> I should take a bunch of these to a food pantry and give back, pay it forward yeah. for what I did in the past. I'm inspired now. How many do you think he stole over the years? Oh, look, I don't, I mean, the statute of limitations, I don't really know what those are right $30, now. $100, $100 worth? Uh, when I was a kid, they were 25 to 50 cents. So we'll, we'll probably go $15, easy, easy. Make sure yeah. you record it and up, upload to social media when you make make amends for that. I'm just saying about fifteen with interest, about probably about thirty five, oh, forty dollars now. Inflation, yeah. And go make the, the what's the name of the store? Josh's. Is it still around? Well, Josh. So Josh's, yeah, it's no longer there. So this mm. will have to go to a food pantry or something like that. Okay. Well, we'll look for that video to be. Tell everybody where they can <laughs> find the video and follow you. Yeah, uh, on all social media handles, my uh, handle name is He Gonna Be All Right. I have a YouTube channel called We Gonna Be All Right, and we're tomorrow we're gonna be talking about 
whether or not Asian success disproves white supremacy. Short mm. answer, no, it does not. Mm. So come and join me. All right, well, we'll definitely join you for that. And I'm sorry about your Ohio State Buckeyes, okay? They got all blue, they got tore up all blue. And I know that had to be hard for you. I'm Sharon Reed, thanks so much for joining us on this edition of Indisputable with Dr. Rashad Ritchie. Proud to be filling in all week, we'll see you tomorrow.